All right, welcome to Sports Fluent, the coach and AK. We're down a coach, but we're up. Curtis Gladney from Playbook Athlete. Curtis, how you doing, man? Very well. Hope you are. I'm doing great. It's good to see you again. I want to start things off by saying first, the first time that you and I met, we talked about why I grind. And I told you why I, do you remember what I said? Why I grind? The family. And so I wanted to show you. I wasn't just talk, man. Look at that. Why I grind. Uh, These are, I love these shirts, by the way. And I know it's not just about the shirts, but I do. It's comfortable. It fits nice. It's good. We got to send you some more, man. That was a popular shirt at the time. We got to send you some more out your way. Oh, hey, we'll definitely talk about that. And and let's start there. So Playbook Athlete. Um, Tell us why you started it. And how it evolved into why I grind. Very good. So uh, uh, we started Playbook Athlete to give athletes an opportunity uh, for exposure to get to the next level. Why I started it, I hung out with uh, a bunch of the big jocks in high school. And I remember thinking any day now, Nick Saban's going to knock on that door uh, and, and come take these guys to Division One football. It didn't happen. Uh, but I realized very quickly that that was because nobody knew about them. Uh, so born playbook athlete, we give athletes an opportunity for exposure uh, to get to that next level. But you said what, it, what it's become, it's morphed into a movement. Hashtag why grind. Everybody has a why. Everybody has a reason behind what they do. And we try to pull that out because when you figure out why it is you do what you do, well, then you know that it's within you to carry on. Uh, so we tell that story uh, on playbookathlete.life. Uh, you can see the videos there, but the apparel side is a big piece of it uh, because you can find a shirt on that site. I don't care who you are. Everybody can go to that site, playbook.store, and find a shirt that covers their why. Uh, like you got family on. We know what your why is. Self-made. I love it. Hashtag why I grind. So it is generational. Everybody, it, it, it resonates with athletes, professionals. If you're uh, putting a, a DeWalt battery on a drill and you're out there 12, 16 hours a day, you have a why. And uh, that's what we try to do. We try to capture those why and help uh, tell those stories. So let me pause right there. I'm actually going back a second to playbook and ask a question. So I, I get asked a lot, right? So I'm, I, you know, I went to high school in just outside of Toronto in Canada. And they were like, how did you get discovered? How did an American university find you and give you a scholarship and, you know, take you down there? Now, for me, I was lucky. I went to a school that had some funds right? We had uh, money in the, in the basketball account and they sent me to <laughs> summer camps. And where I was, I guess, discovered for lack of a better term was that I was at the University of Kentucky. Um, I happened to be working on a team with Tony Delk, uh, who's been oh. on the show. Shout out to Tony Delk, yep. uh, who also gave me my nickname. That's another show. You should go check it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, sports it. fluent. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I was there with a bunch of guys at the University of Kentucky for two weeks at a basketball camp. And that's how I was found. But a lot of people don't have that opportunity to go to those places where maybe there's coaches and scouts and and whatever that they can be discovered. So do you focus specifically on US? Can other can people from all around the world say, hey, I'm in Canada, I'm in wherever part of the world, you know, I'm in France. Can can you can you help me you know, be seen because here's my goal, right? Here's what I want to do. And I don't know that I might, you know, I might be that that talent that everyone's looking right. for and you don't even know. Right. So it's funny you say that we started uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and we had the idea to help a few athletes. 
But when you start helping a few athletes, other athletes say, hey, I want an opportunity. So we grew from Atlanta, spanned out uh, regionally. Uh, and I just, I say I, but Playbook Athlete just hooked up with uh, some Olympic hopefuls in South Africa. Uh, Michael, shout out to Michael Bromfield. He's a good guy. Uh, he, he, he has a why and he wants to share it. So to answer your question, absolutely. Uh, everybody around the world has an opportunity to come into the Playbook Network. We work with trainers all around the U.S. We're starting to get a niche outside of the U.S. Uh, with those trainers. But yeah, uh, and what you said is very, very, uh, that was the exclamation point on Playbook because uh, my buddies, my brother's brother signed himself up for Virginia Tech football camp and he was offered on the spot. Yeah. And it was because of that exposure. So I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying and definitely shout out to double zero Tony Duff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I was talking about him the other day because someone was talking about people who you never expected to score 50 who'd scored 50. Right. And I'm like, I know one. I, I, I know Tony <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. had that game. It was a revenge game against uh, – he, he was supposed to re-sign with Sacramento, and they didn't re-sign him, so he went and signed with Phoenix. And then that first game against Sacramento, right. yep. he dropped 50 – I think he yeah, dropped 53. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was really a question that I'd been meaning to ask you actually for a while because I know two things happened at that camp. One, I spent all day every day living breathing basketball right. and I know I played better in those two weeks than maybe I'd ever played because I was around right. a bunch of guys who just that's all we thought about all day and it's exactly. tough right it's tough enough you know high school college whatever to be a student athlete is hard so when you get the opportunity to really focus you can actually show someone hey this is what I can do if given the time and the tools to focus on something that's right and and I think that like I don't think I would have been as popular um, just by what I did. Cause when I was at school, listen, I was like many people, right? My parents both were working two jobs. I was running back and forth between, you know doing my studies, trying to play basketball, trying to have a social life. And I had to go home because there was no one there to kind of take care of things. And right. I know a lot of people are in that similar situation. So I think what you do and what you guys provide is important. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Obviously the why I grind is important. Absolutely. And so now, you know, the whole, I wanted to ask you about something kind of totally off topic. Okay. Um, and it has to do, we've been talking a little bit about basketball. And we're going to move into football as well. But just this week, LeBron James, and you can probably see by the basketball. I don't know if we talked about basketball last time you and I talked, but you probably see that I'm a Laker fan. Right. Um, okay. So it pains me to even ask this question because, of course, I want LeBron playing because uh, it gives us the best chance of winning. But he broke COVID protocol and COVID obviously is something unfortunately has been in the news. And we've been talking about a lot over the last year and a right. bit, um, but nothing happened to him. No fine, no suspension, nothing. And just before you answer, because the question is going to be why not? And I think I know the answer, but Christus, Christus Porzingis of the, I, I think I said his name right. Uh, the Dallas, <laughs> uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, just got fined $50,000, I believe, or $500,000. i got to check. But it, it was a lot um, for breaking one of those rules. He was someplace that he wasn't supposed to be. Could they have not have fined LeBron? I get it. You want him to play because you want people to watch. And if he's suspended, everyone will go crazy, including myself. Um, why, why no repercussions for LeBron, but uh, Porzingis does have to pay? Well, I think that... Uh... When uh, Przingis and, and maybe I said his name right, if he missed the game, then Vegas doesn't go crazy. 
Vegas is probably wouldn't even know if he missed the game. LeBron misses the game. There's millions of dollars outside of the NBA that's that's lost if he doesn't play. So the NBA is a business. I get it. They they're in the business of making money. I get it. So for LeBron missing uh, or breaking COVID protocol, it's it's it's, it's almost like uh, we're gonna look the other way on that because at the end of the day, the the, the NBA owners, uh, the, the 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 commissioner, they like those millions billions coming in. So LeBron's got to be on that court. Yeah, um, and, and I, listen, I I want him there, and that's why I said like even Porzingis, they didn't suspend him; they just fined him. I just I wonder if he would have pushed back even on a fine, which I, I that's what I think. Like if you don't want to suspend someone. Find him a little bit. Like he's okay. I think he's okay for money. I, I think I'm willing to bet. I'm I'm willing to bet that they probably did find him and he pushed back. So then it was like you didn't hear about anything. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So on I'm actually I wasn't I did tell you about this one. This is a surprise question for you. And only because again, I've been I've been debating today. Um I get a lot of people coming at me and saying, Hey, I want to debate you on this. And today it was about super teams in sports. Okay. Yep. And I know you're you know you're a sports guy, you're and, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to talk football here in a minute, I promise. Um, how do you feel about basketball super teams? Do you think it's, it's a the, real thing? I do. I, okay. I, so I, I, I watched the NBA uh, years ago. I say years ago, but when you could talk junk on, on to the camera, I talk junk about your opponent. That game is totally gone. Yeah. Uh, the game now is, hey, uh, let me hook up with like three or four of my other buddies. Let's go to uh, L.A. Let's go to uh, – it was Miami at one point in time. Let's go to Golden State. Let's buy us a championship. Well, that's where that's where it is right now. Um, is it fair? Uh, it's, baseball's been doing it forever. Whoever has the most money, they end up winning. So uh, the Yankees, I mean, uh, everybody does it. And uh, the NFL did it recently down in uh, I just, Tampa I was Bay. Just saying, isn't Tampa Bay then by definition a super Tampa team, Tampa right? Bay did it, yeah. And I, I had that conversation. They were like, no, that's, that's different. I'm like, no, no, no. Tampa Bay went from worst to first. They they were horrible. I mean, and then Tom Brady came and he brought some of his buddies down there and they won a Super Bowl. So it's, it's all about winning now. If you can win now, nobody wants those, uh, uh, build those rivalries. The rivalries are gone because nobody builds those teams for years. That's, that's a wave of the past. Uh, so everybody's win now. So those those uh, super teams, they're not going anywhere. Uh, the NFL just got hyped to it, um, but hold on, there'll be there'll be there'll be more of those in the NFL and other leagues too. So you, you said something there that I want to touch on, and and the, actually a couple of things. Let me first say on rivalries, that is the one thing I do miss because yep. with and now that's probably a product of free agency as well. Right. Um, someone once told me, you know, players used to play to win championships for the city. Yep. Now they play to win championships for themselves and they're like, that's right. I just saw a clip two days ago with, and I, I apologize, this is not a nice thing to say, but it's, I'm quoting Kobe Bryant where he's like, oh, you know, we were down in Sacramento playing the Queens, right? <laughs> there was a rivalry between yep. the Sacramento Kings yep. and the Lakers. Right? I remember that. I remember yeah. That. So that stuff is gone, which I agree with. Uh, and I, I do miss the rivalries that I, I agree with you because people aren't kind of at one team as much anymore. Right. So, so the super team thing, and here's my, dilemma with this and why i've actually i've changed my mind i used to try to def, uh, define this is what a super team is versus this is a team that plays super i tried to separate the two right and the more i talked about it out loud i i, I actually I, I think it's good for me it was, it was therapeutic and i was like you know what there are no super teams because here's the thing if boston can trade for three players 
the big three. Actually, one was Paul Pierce. So they traded for KG and Ray Allen. We didn't call them a super team. Right. We just said, hey, the, the GM did a good job bringing a team together. Right. The Golden State Warriors, pre-Kevin Durant. Well, they drafted Draymond, Clay, and yep. Steph. And they just developed. No one knew Steph was going to be as good as, as like, anywhere Sleeper. near what he was going to be, right? Yep. So Hall of Famer now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He's in the conversation for one of the best guards ever. Yep. And, well, is that a super team? Well, they were drafted. They were all drafted. So should I... Blame players for saying, you know, the media has created this narrative that if I don't win a championship, I didn't accomplish anything. Correct. Right? Look, look at the way Shaq talks to Barkley every day on TNT. Yep. Right? No, everything he says, no rings. No, no ring. rings, That's right. Philip. No rings. That's right. Well, is that fair to Charles Barkley? No, because kids don't know how good Charles Barkley was. All right. they know is this guy who stumbles through sentences on TNT, right. says some crazy stuff, is kind of funny, <laughs> and has no rings. But right. they don't know he was what six four, six five, power he forward, was a beast. He dominating, was a beast. dominating, right? An MVP. He was right. he was a menace on the court. And they don't see that side because they just say no rings. And right. I think basketball more than any other sport, right? We still give Dan Marino respect. He didn't win, he didn't win a Super Bowl, but we still say he's a great quarterback. And I think basketball has created this narrative that if you don't win a ring, then you're not good. You're, you don't deserve to be an all-time great. So do I blame a player like LeBron for saying, hey, I've been in Cleveland for seven years, eight years, whatever it was, 10 years. Um, I think it was seven. And the, look, the organization's not getting done. I'm not getting along with the owner. I'm a free agent. The whole point of free agency is I can pick where I want to go. So right. I called up my friend, called up another friend and said, hey, Let's since our GMs aren't doing the right job, let's uh, let, let us do the right job and come together. Right. So right. do I blame them for something that? Well, I did. I was working somewhere, and I said I don't like this job. I don't like my boss. This place. I was actually losing sales. I'm in sales. I was losing sales to this other company. I said, Wow, they pay more. <laughs> they give me more freedom. Right. They sell more. I will make a better life for me for going there. So what did I do? I moved. I left. Right. Well, why can't players do that? So that's where I kind of went. And that's why I got rid of the super team and just said, hey, however it's constructed, whether it's through the draft, free agency, guys coming together, I, you know. So, so, But that's interesting what you said. You just paralleled it. I never thought of it like that. Culture has moved such that we see the same thing in the workforce. Like you said, you had an opportunity to be better, you left, as well as in the, uh, the, the athletic world. Now, I think I do for a, a little bit blame. I don't blame the players. I blame the culture of the sport uh, because you don't hear about Carl Malone. You don't hear about uh, Chuck and those uh, conversations about great. And then when they people talk about the greatest of all time, the GOAT, is it uh, LeBron or is it Michael? Well, Michael never lost in the finals. Why is this? Why is the conversation about the GOAT settled on the finals? I mean, we're talking about the player in, you know, regular season, how many times? Yeah. So there's more to it than just rings, because mm -hmm. if we're talking about rings, then Bill Russell's the GOAT, right? Right. Exactly. But but we we dismiss him and we just leave it at Michael and, Le and LeBron. So I get it. It's very frustrating from a player's because I'm about loyalty. I mean, Tampa, did you really win that, win that ring or was that? Look, you had, a, listen, you had a great team and your quarterback didn't look, he still threw. I, I still think Jameis Winston's actually going to be a really good quarterback. I really do. I really do. He is. Um, he is. 
And, you know, yeah, he threw 30 interceptions. He also threw 30 touchdowns. He led the league. Yeah, he was also in an offense that takes a lot of chances. And you even saw Tom Brady threw more interceptions than usual. Right. right. He was just excused. He was excused. It was yeah. excused. He was excused because, Tom- well, because they won the Super Bowl. He was excused. Right. right? If they lost because he threw an interception, I guarantee you, he wouldn't have been excused. Yep. But that team already had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, exactly. um, uh, the running backs, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the, the running back, uh, Jones, Ronald Jones. Yeah. Right? And then you added Brady, Fournette, Gronk. I know it's an older Gronk. And Antonio Brown, you added a bunch of, you already had a phenomenal offensive core and you added all those players. If that was, that's the equivalent of an NBA team, right? That was, it was the the Warriors. And then you added, right, the GOAT. It's like they added LeBron James and then maybe an an older guy. Like what you, yeah, if they didn't win, I would have been surprised for sure. Right, exactly. And you then, already had a yeah. You yeah, already had a Corvette. You already had a souped-up Mustang. You put a Corvette engine. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody surprised at how fast it went? Right. Exactly. So, so that's why I say I get away from the super team thing because I feel like it's something we just started saying to create excuses. Oh, LeBron only won because he had a super team. Oh, well, he only lost because he faced a super team. Right. Oh, you know, KD. KD's never won a ring except when he's on a super team. Hey, you know what? Did they do anything illegal? If it's nothing illegal, that's what you come back to. If it's in the yep. rules, it's in the rules, then, hey, you might not like it. Right. Right. And then, hey, then you got to, you know, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Because hate the game. That's it's right. It's the rules that I agree. You probably want to change the rules. Um, the guy saying that, the guy saying that missed quality basketball. We missed uh, the, uh, a player staying in a city for 10, 15 years and something building around them. And they, they, and they, they that's a quality team. We missed them. Well, but we don't want to buy, we don't know, want to pay it, our way to a championship. Yeah, but it's you know that's partially because of ownership, right? Because they, listen, if they want to cut you or trade you, they'll do it, right? right? In exactly. a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Exactly. And then look at guys like Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is that guy, that loyal. I want to play in Portland forever. But guess what? If he doesn't win a ring in Portland and retires, he's not going to be remembered. Him. Yeah, he's not going to be remembered Never for a great him. player that he was because right. it's like. Yeah, he's a really good player. He put up some numbers, but he didn't win a ring and they shrugged their shoulders. Right. And, yep. and that's a shame. And that's, you know, that's on us. Um, way more basketball talk than I was expecting, but that's fantastic because <laughs> I love basketball. So I want to switch. So every week we take a division uh, in the NFL and we're just kind of now that it's post-draft and we talk about their teams in that division and, you know, what their chances are this year. Coincidentally, <laughs> uh, we're talking about the NFC South. The and, South. And as you are a Panthers fan, let's start with the Panthers. They've upgraded their offense a little bit. Did um, we? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. I think so. I don't know. Do you like do you like Darnold? Uh as a person, I don't know him. As a quarterback, um, what are we doing? Okay. We had we had an opportunity to go get uh the kid out of Ohio State. What's his name? Um Justin Fields. He went to the he went. You guys picked uh, him up. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I don't know if you uh, can the see Bears the picked him up. Yeah, <laughs> we had an opportunity to get uh, Justin Fields. We had an opportunity uh, to get him, but before the draft, we were like, "Hey, you know what? Let's go get this kid in 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 New York who hasn't done anything. He showed up to practice a lot. Maybe they like that piece of it." Um, but we put the house on Sam Darnold, and I just don't understand. I, I have no clue what we're doing there. Do I like I, the trade? Nope. You don't like the, I, I, I will say this. I'm high on Sam Darnold. I think he got a, 
a I think he got an impossible mission in in New York. I don't think right. any quarterback could have gone to the Jets and been successful. No. So so we don't know. He could be great. He you're right. He could be horrible. We actually don't know. Um, I you know I, is he good enough to win? If uh, have you heard anything about uh, Christian McCaffrey? Is he he is he looking he's coming healthy? back? He's coming back, and we picked up another running back to back him up. But okay. Yeah, I think well he had uh, but, to right because I think Mike Davis left. So right, I don't know why we let him get sense. away. I don't know why yeah, we let him he's, get away. he is. I, I get I it. You don't want to pay. Listen, he want he was time to get paid, and right. you, can't, you can't be paying that much money to two running backs in this I, I quarterback driven league. I guess we've always been kind of uh, uh, two dimensional. I would say we've always had a good running game or a, a tandem. John Stewart and Daniel Williams. We've always had a we had a good running game. CMC, Christian McCaffrey brings that. So we got rid of Davis and brought in, the, uh, I guess, Chubb or whatever his name is. Uh, but bringing in Darnold, uh, we've always had a threat uh, after that three to five seconds breakdown that we're going to run. We don't have that. Don't have that. Um, so now now defensive coordinators are saying, hey, just keep him in the pocket and we just worry about maybe him throwing over the top, which probably ain't going to happen either. So I, I feel like we're already figured out. Uh, we, we, we can't win the South with this guy. Um, and – like I say every year, maybe next year is our year. And I've already said that, and we haven't even uh, start, barely started OTAs, right? So. Um, I'm, I don't – I agree and disagree with you, but at the same time, if I'm pegging the NFC South, I do have Carolina uh, in fourth, unfortunately. I, I don't blame you. Right? I, I can see how you got there. Um, let's, let's move to the Saints how you know they're in a interesting position they've had drew Brees at quarterback for a very long time yep and now they're it looks you know they weren't even they didn't even give winston an opportunity except for that right. one pass in the playoffs which he threw for a touchdown mind you um and they they kind of it was weird you thought why are they not giving winston a chance when drew Brees is hurt they're giving all you know the starts to hill right. and then in the offseason you're thinking, okay, so what are they going to do? And they end up re-signing, obviously, Jameis. They, they make him the starter, I'm assuming. And Hill's going to probably play the similar role, that do-everything kind of. Right. Listen, I give Taysom Hill all the respect in the world. He plays special yeah. teams, offense, defense. Done it all. Uh, yeah, he, everywhere. Um, and it looks like he's going to play the same type of role. What do, you, what do you see from the Saints without Drew Brees, unless something crazy happens and he decides to unretire? So uh... – that would have been a different question if Tom wasn't in Tampa Bay. But I'll say this. Jameis Winston gives the Saints the best chance to win. Taysom Hill is good, like you said, with that uh, slash. You remember Cordell Stewart? I, slash. Of course I do. He does all this other good stuff. He's good in that, but he, Taysom Hill is not a starting quarterback. He's not a 16-game under center. Let me run this offense. Right. And that's nothing against him. That's just not his game. Uh, we've seen uh, a little bit of that with Tebow. He's back also. Uh, but like I said, Jameis Winston, I'm I'm scared of the Saints this year. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, because they're not they're not a joke. You know, they all they still got Kamara, they still got um uh the receiver, uh Thomas, Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they still got the receiver down there. He didn't all of a sudden lose his hands. He's still gonna be catching passes, he's still gonna make our secondary look uh <laughs> like a, a, a varsity squad. Um, but Jameis Winston. Uh, mark my words. Uh, what we, we'll replay this uh, later. Jameis Winston give those guys the best chance to win. Hey, don't forget, he's a Heisman Trophy quarterback, man. You you might be the only person that agrees with me, 
that he I think he's gonna have a huge year. And, and he he listen, say what you want about Drew Brees, all-time great quarterback. I get it. But at that point in his career last season, Jameis Winston threw a better deep ball than Drew Brees last year. He and I think Michael deep. Thomas, yeah, I think Michael Thomas is gonna be the biggest yep. and the happiest of the receivers because he's gonna benefit the most from Winston. And I think in Sean Payton's offense, he's going to put him in position where he's not going to throw yep. so many interceptions, obviously. That's um, right. And listen, and, and we and let's not knock that defense. That defense played a lot better than people no. remember last year. Right. So right. yeah, they're 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 gonna be scary, I think, in that division. And we are listen, just because you brought him up and I forgot. Last question after we get through two more teams, I want to talk to you about Tebow. So don't let me forget. <laughs> um, the next team, and I probably should have said this one because this one actually is gonna be at the bottom there with Carolina. Uh, Atlanta. Oh. Atlanta always seems to be hopeful. <laughs> Dumpster fire. And then just, you know, now the Julio Jones, not apparently, wants right. out. He's um, out. He wants to get out. Yep. Let, let's, let me, let's start there with Julio Jones. One, how do you feel about uh, Shan, Skip and Shannon calling him up live and asking him? And, and do, you think that, do you think that was planned? Do you think it was planned? Do you think he yep. knew? Okay. That, that, I, I don't think, oh, you said that I think he knew. I don't think, I don't know if, if, he knew. He knew. He knew. Okay. He knew it. Right. Right now, if uh, if Skip Bayless called you, you're gonna think, well, he just wants to have a conversation. No, man. He knew, and that was his way of getting it out to the world. Yeah. He wants to get out. He 100% knew. So you think um, it was like a, hey, call me, make it seem like it's on the spot, spontaneous. Yeah. I'll say something because, hey, I want, I do want out, and it's the best right. way without me coming out and saying I 100%. want out. And okay. then he can say, oops, I didn't know. Pull the, tra- yeah. pull the text yeah. transcript. That was a text before that call. All right. I think you might be right. Listen, but if Skip called me, I'm still answering. Um, I'm answering. Pick, I'm picking up. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking I'm up. But, sure. <laughs> um, but how do you think now? So Atlanta's got uh, – still Matt Ryan is, 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 is obviously there, and he's good. I thought they would, you know, do something there, but they didn't. Um, Calvin Ridley um, is, is going to be a, a, a really good receiver. But I don't, I don't know. Like, are they, are they a four-win team, a five-win team? You're being nice. Uh, Matt Ryan is nothing. Listen, they, they you, you, if, if Atlanta gets up on you twenty-one to nothing, nobody's scared. Yeah, they're gonna come. Back. They're gonna find a way to lose that game. Nobody's scared. Um, so four wins. Uh, if 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 Atlanta wins four games, we're winning seven. Oh, that's um, what I so have. I, I actually have Atlanta at four. Uh, that's why I said, oh, I should have brought up Atlanta because I was looking at my, I have Atlanta at four, Carolina at seven. Uh, I've okay. Got, I've got this the Saints at nine or 10. I haven't decided. Yep. I still got to work that out. And then 12 or 13 for the Super Bowl uh, defending champs. Uh, the Tampa I can't Bay argue Bucks. with that. I can't argue with any of that. Do they, do, it, you, do you think they, re, they have, a, do they have a shot at repeating? I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to win it next year. Who's going to stop them? So they're winning. They're winning the NFC South. They get out of the South. So they're going to get a. Uh, they're going through the playoffs. Uh, probably a first round bye. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Probably. Who Who else in the NFC is going to stop? Seattle couldn't. Who Who else is going to stop them? Chicago may make some noise next year. I think it depends on how Fields develops, and it's nothing against Andy Dalton, um, but I think by about week five, Fields is probably taking over as You're the starting quarterback. You're going to see. Uh, him. I would love to see them. Uh, of course, I would love to see them make that big leap in one year, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to let my Homer, you know, fandom right. take over, <laughs> yeah. but I think you're right. Like if you look at the South, so they got the South, who's going to come out of the North. Well, if green Bay doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, which it doesn't look like they will, it probably could be 
right? It'll probably be Chicago, maybe Minnesota, because Minnesota yep. has this weird thing where every odd year <laughs> they play really well. Um, so it might be Minnesota. I don't think the, the Bucks are scared of either one no. of those teams, unfortunately. No. Maybe, uh, yep. Are they afraid of anyone in the NFC East? No, probably uh, not. Right. Probably no, not. Right, um, right. And then it's the West and in the West, you got the Rams now with Matthew Stafford. So who knows what I like? I like Stafford, but who knows? Um, Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson kind of complained all off season that, you know, he's running for his life. They didn't really address right. the offensive line. Um, I thought, I thought he was coming to Chicago at one point. So did I. <laughs> so did I. I was very right. excited. I was, I was about yeah. to order my Wilson bear. Listen, I'm happy with fields, but. Right. Wilson's a proven commodity. I had my Wilson jersey ready to order, right. um, and then so all that being all all that on the menu yeah. means Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay repeats. Tamp- yeah, they come they come out of the NFC, and then who who's coming out of the AFC? Well, they already beat the best team in the AFC, right? Right. They already showed they could put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, which no one else could do. Um, and they beat down. the Chiefs. So yeah, you know what? I wasn't thinking that, but maybe that actually is our Super Bowl prediction. All right, so I, I don't. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I just don't see any other team beating them. Yeah, I don't, no, not I, at this, at, at least not at this point. At this Maybe. point, hey, there's a lot of off season to right. go. You and never he, know. You know, Tom Brady right. is you know 57. You know, right. he might tweak an ankle or something. <laughs> right. uh, he's making us. He's making us look bad. He's. I'm. I'm yeah. the same age as Tom Brady, and he, yep. I just see him. And I'm like, man, he's making me look bad. <laughs> but I, you know, you know, you know enough about him not to bet against him right now. No, it, never would, never would, never would. You're right. <laughs> I um, did in 2003. It would cost us. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, you mentioned Tim Tebow. So, you know, I, I don't know how much you've been watching the show, but on the show every week, we always try to talk about social issues. We talk about the lack of minority coaches in the NBA, in the NFL, you know, we, we you know, and today, listen, today's the anniversary um, of what, you know, George Floyd. George Floyd. And so yep. we, we talk about, we try to talk about as much as we can to, you know, bring people together, have uncomfortable conversation. This is, this is not to do with Tim Tebow, but, um, but it is in this sense. So I put out there that Tim Tebow, you know, deserves zero chance in the NFL at this point. I agree. Um, he hasn't been, uh, listen, he had his chances. He didn't make yep. it. He didn't want, you know, he wanted to be a quarterback. He went and played baseball. He went and became an announcer. And let's be honest, he is only getting this chance now. And this is where what I mentioned about before about social issues. I said he's only getting this chance because of his relationship with Urban Meyer. It's uh, not it's, right. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And that and was well my you know. thing. Yeah. Yep. Now that was my thing. Of course, then my inbox, my DMs got flooded with white privilege. <laughs> right. White right. privilege. Right. Yep. Privilege. Yep. And and look, there are times when I'm you know, and coach and I talk about this. Look, it exists. It's there. I just, I don't feel like this particular one is that because like I said, if there was no relationship with Urban Meyer, then I'm probably on that same boat. But I think because of like, that's like his dad, like that's his guy, Absolutely. Um, right? Like, I feel like that's why he's getting it. Do you, right. you feel the same way? Yep. I don't, I don't, I think it's different from the Kaepernick situation. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But a hundred percent, if you put it, if you write it, if you, if you're on the whiteboard and you, you, you're, you're sharpie in this thing, you're saying, all right, what did he do when he was in the league? Nothing, uh, except for the uh, the touchdown pass and that took him to the playoffs with the Broncos. All right, sure. but that's not a resume uh, strong enough to say, hey, take a chance on Tim Tebow. Uh, now he is athletic. I say I think they're going to put him at tight end, tight end but yeah. that that's still another. Uh, I don't know what they're doing there. Yes, I think he got his opportunity because 
he took Irvin Meyer to the championship uh, and Irvin said, hey, brother, I got you. Give me a call. Come on out here. Yeah. And, and here's my thing. So on the Tebow specific, just on that one thing, I'm like, okay, so he's going to play tight end. He's never played tight end before. Ever. Do we, can, can he block? I don't know. No. Can he run a route? I don't know. In the NFL, can he catch? I don't know. So he does, I don't know any of the tight end things that he needs to do. Can he do it? And yet, and this is back to the social issues because we've been talking about this a lot. I don't know if you know this. Um, so coach, I uh, hope you feel better. Where's the camera? Hope you feel better, coach. Um, is is moving to Tennessee State. He's going to be the offensive coordinator at Tennessee State okay. uh, with Eddie George, who's the new head coach. Yeah. yeah. And um, we were talking last week how 259, 239, it was a lot of draft picks in this year's NFL draft and not one player Zero. from Zero. HBCUs. Zero. Zero. You're telling me there is, for, and I'm, there's a ton of other schools too. Let me just talk about HBCUs. You're telling me there's not one tight end who's a proven tight end, who knows how to block, who knows how to run a route, who knows how to catch a ball that has more experience and value as a tight end for a roster spot than Tim Tebow. Right. It's a, it's a, so it's about money. They feel like they can, uh, they can get a better player for less, which is why they, they don't draft the guys from HBCUs and they, they leave it up to free agency. So uh, undrafted free agents. So it's, it's about money. And I'll tell you right now, no, there are a ton of guys on HBCU rosters right now. Well, I say right now, but at the draft time, that will obliterate Tim Tebow in every aspect of a, a tight end. So, and I honestly think that this this Tebow thing will fizzle out probably week two, uh, hopefully week three, um, and then we'll stop talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So you think I he'll be think, on the roster? You think? Because I was like, I don't even think he makes a roster. So, so it's 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 about selling tickets. It's yeah. the Jaguars, right? right? Right. So they got they do have Trevor Lawrence. But they still got to put uh, uh, butts in the in the stand. So Tim Tebow will uh, generate buzz. It keeps Jaguars' name relevant. So yeah, yeah he's gonna sell some tickets. He'll sell some jerseys. He's gonna make some money for the franchise. So this is just an opportunity. Like I said, it's about money. Everything everything is about money. So this is an opportunity. And that's what Tim Tebow is gonna bring. But the on field play, he's gonna prove that he's gonna he's gonna prove what you just said. Can he block? He can't block. He can't run a route. Uh, and it'll fizzle out, and then we'll be we'll move on from Tebow and talk about some, something else by week three. Uh, look, look, uh, you know, in, in high school, and I know I'm going way back now, but in high school, I, I played tight end. And I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. The first time I did a crossing pattern over the middle and caught a ball and got hit by a linebacker, I said I, I want to be – I said I want to move to wide receiver. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I want to cross. I want to come across the middle a little. And as a quarterback making that move, I'm like, I don't know how much he wants to come over the middle He's because not. you know there's going to be someone who wants to right send the message just because it's Tim Tebow. Right. They're right. going to take his head off. They want to. They're going to light him up. And and trust right. me, it's not look good for him. If he, listen, if I'm wrong, and I I've, I think I've proven this throughout the years is that if I'm wrong, I'll come back and say, hey, I was wrong. Just, right. uh, just unfortunately, last week I had to do this whole apology about what how I felt about Tom Thibodeau as a coach because I thought he was going to drive the Knicks, if possible, even further into the ground than they were, <laughs> yeah. and he got him into the playoffs and they looked good. Look at so that. yeah, right. I was wrong. So I'll be the first one if Tim Tebow comes out, learns to play the tight end position, he has a a good training camp, a good season. I'll be the first one to come back and say it. But right. I'll be really surprised if that. I'll happens. be surprised. And listen, I come back on the show if he's Pro Bowl material. Or if he's like, if he he breaks record, I listen. 
I don't foresee that happening, but I hope the best, I wish the best for him. I just think that uh, this is a, a, a money yes. situation yeah. and, it, and, and it's not going to, it's not going to. I just, I just, anything. I feel like I wish, you know, and maybe I'm over analyzing this, but I wish they would have just, you know, I get it that they want to sell tickets. Couldn't they bring him on as, you know, an assistant coach, a team ambassador, uh, you know, something that still generates the buzz, but doesn't take away from someone because there's someone out there who now is like, you know, going to go work at Walmart because, yeah. right, they were undrafted. They didn't get a chance. And, and you know, I, I feel sorry for that person that, you know, that might have been their one chance and it was taken by someone who's had chances. And, you know, you, you brought up Kaepernick. It's very different. Right. Very I, different. I, exactly. I, I keep that someone tried to compare them. I'm like, look, they're, and they're not the same. They're, they're so different. So different. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think the piece we're missing is Urban Meyer does know that Tim Tebow can unite a locker room. He was Tim Tebow. The locker room went through Tim Tebow at Florida. He's not going to be able to do that because he's not the quarterback this time. Right. But I think he's trying to bring that dynamic in there, you know, bring the locker room together. And, and maybe he can do that. Hopefully it works for him. But. Yeah, I, I got a lot of comments when I first said this about Tim Tebow was, um, oh, he's a, all he does is win. All he does is win. And he's going to – how many times have you seen a tight end, <laughs> right, really dictate a game? Right. right, right. And even in the locker room, a tight end. Right. And no. when you say all he did was win, listen, I'm not knocking anything he did in college. He is – What level? Right. He is one of the best to ever do it in college. But right. in, in the NFL, okay, Denver had a nice one-year run. But let's be honest. If you look at the running game, the defense, right? Like, all he did was win. Yeah, that team won. He's um, one person. He's, he, he didn't pan out in the Jets. He didn't work out with the Patriots. He did like, th- there's a reason he's not in the league, right? So right. I just, I want people to remember that is that, that it wasn't, because of any other thing other than like no one said i don't want tim tebow because he's you know a cancer in the locker room they said we don't want tim tebow because he can't play right at least can't play quarterback and i'll throw this at you there's a lot of people don't realize this there are a lot of athletes that are great college players yeah that's it great college players yeah you can you can rattle them off tim tebow was a great college player yeah let's 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 go and close that book Charlie Ward was a Heisman Trophy winner and a great point guard for the Knicks. Absolutely, (laughs) right there you go. Right, like just I get it. College is very different. So uh, we're going to end it with any last words that you have. Again, tell us where to find Playbook Athlete hashtag Why I Grind and anything else if if I missed anything. Well, uh, Anthony, I appreciate you having me on the show. Like you said, uh, Playbook Athlete, the whole Why Grind uh, movement, the apparel Playbook dot store. Check us out. We're we're at at Playbook Athlete on everything. You get a shirt like that family. I love it, brother. I love it. Put us take a picture when you get the shirt. Tag us at Playbook Athlete on social media. Use the hashtag Why I Grind. Join the movement. It's for you. We need you. We love to have you part of the movement, and we can't wait. We're excited for you. Playbook store. Ernest, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Are you fluent in sports? Get the full sports fluent experience by joining us on YouTube by searching Sports Fluent. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at sports underscore fluent or by visiting sportsfluent.com. Need more from sports? Don't forget to check out undraftedsports.com. 
the Undrafted Sports Media Network has everything you need from every sport under the sun.